Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. This episode is sponsored by The Art of Pinning, a self-paced Pinterest class for wedding and lifestyle photographers. If you are having a hard time driving traffic into your website or SEO is overwhelming you or the people that are visiting your website are not the kind of visitors, aka they're not converting into clients, then this class is for you. You can find more information at www.thetalkrepublic.com forward slash Pinterest or just follow the link in the notes. Now, enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Talk Republic. I'm Carolina Gusek, your host, and today we have an amazing guest with us. I'm super excited about this uh, conversation. Chris- Christine Tremoulet. How are you doing today? <laughs> Did I say right your last name? It is Tremoulet. <laughs> it rhymes with creme brulee. <laughs> well, there you have it, people. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much. So I am really excited about this conversation because, well, we're going to talk about something that is completely brand new to me. So I know nothing. So I might have very basic questions, but that's what we're here for. But also because a lot of people on my podcast, a lot of my guests, they have mentioned your name. They're like, you need to talk to Christine. So I was like, okay, let's do this. And then (laughs) when I Googled you, I'm like, I've seen her before, so now I'm really excited that we have come full circle. It, um, yeah, it's been a really interesting journey, uh, and I am now in a place I never expected I would be in. So, I well, love love working with Aftershoot. It's been a joy. Absolutely. So, even before we start, what about Christine? You tell us a little about who you are and what do you do. Um, so I am, as you said, I'm Christine Tremolay. I am now the chief growth officer and head unicorn wrangler at Aftershoot. Uh, but many of you may know me because I have been a photographer for the past 14 years. I started my photo business in 2007 and as a wedding photographer. And then I shifted. Originally, I started uh, working with boudoir photography, mm-hmm. thinking that all of my brides would book me for boudoir photography, be a great addition to my wedding business. And in the end, none of my brides booked me, but other brides did. And then moms started booking me. So I actually started working mainly with moms and helping them like just really become more confident in their body again and learn to love themselves as they were. And um, I hit a point where I said, you know, I'm reaching people one at a time and helping them change their lives, but I want to do more. So I transitioned my business again and started focusing primarily on doing business coaching. So that's as we were talking before we started recording, I've done a lot of uh, Facebook lives, YouTube videos, podcasts. I've been a guest on many things. I've worked with a lot of people. I've spoken at WPPI for six different 
years and um, and all of this like I just I love the photo industry so much and most recently I photographed an event and at the end of the event I had to call the images and culling is the bane of my existence and everybody else's is the worst thing in the world I have actually met now, I have, in fact, met people that do enjoy culling. I do not understand it, but okay. I respect it. I'm like, that's <laughs> cool that you enjoy it because that is rare. That's definitely like a 1% of all photographers enjoy that part of the, of the process. And um, so I, ma I made another shift again just recently, just this summer, and moved into working with Aftershoot and helping them, uh, helping them help photographers. Oh, that's, I love, I love that you are a coach and that you have been a photographer. So you understand, you know, some of the pains that we go through. So, well, now you mentioned Aftershoot twice. So <laughs> who are they? Tell us about it. So Aftershoot is a culling software. And for a lot of us, we, um, we have always been using software that requires us to go through our images one at a time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I went and looked up when was film invented. So film was really invented in the late 1800s. Mm -hmm. So that means for about 130 years, we have been going through our photos one by one by one by one, which is very tedious. It was, it was less tedious when you just took a roll of 36 pictures. Because when you took 36 pictures, you were just like, Every single picture was so precious. You were going to be mm -hmm. really mindful of that exact frame because you only had 36. That is not the case anymore. Our cameras have expanded. So now we can take 80 million photos without, I mean, there are people who take 15 photos without realizing that their shutter is going that fast. I am guilty of overshooting. Even though every single wedding I walk in and I'm like, today is not the day when I'm not going to overshoot. And then obviously at the end of the day, I'm like, mm, well, today definitely was not that day. Today was the day. <laughs> uh, so what we have done is we have power, we've harnessed the power of AI technology. So artificial intelligence and what our software does is you bring the photos into Aftershoot and uh, we send magical unicorns running through your photos and after shoot, you do not have to go through the photos one at a time. What? Uh, after shoot will finish flat. because I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> after shoot will review the photos. It will, um, there's a system of both. You can either use stars or colors, just like you use in Lightroom and anywhere else. Mm -hmm. um, so it will give all the photos a star rating, color rating. You can set those preferences, but it will star them and it will pull out the um, photos that have like an issue. So maybe there's like a focus issue, period. It will flag the photos where people's eyes are closed mm -hmm. for you. And it looks at all the key faces in the image it will flag the blurry photos. And then it groups all the images together in sets of duplicates because as you and I know, as professed overshooters, because I'm an overshooter as well, um, 
we will group those duplicates together and we will say this set of similar images are duplicates. And of these duplicates, these are what we consider the best frames. So it runs through 13 different steps of objective and subjective review on the images very quickly. And it's getting faster all the time. So we have used over 40 million photos to teach the machine what is good images and what is not. People can see it, but I have like my mouth open. Like <laughs> I am in shock because currently I use, um, I'm not going to name any names, but I use yeah. probably a technology that sounds really dated, right? Right. I upload them into the software and Pro I have to go one by probably, one. Probably a technology that's been around since the 2000s and still looks like it's been around since the 2000s. Correct. Yes. And so while you can go through your pictures because there are certain softwares that come up when, whenever I'm having a conversation with someone, they're like, how do you compare it to X? So I use other outside software and then I called directly in Lightroom. And I'm, I'm going to pause myself for a second. Culling um, is that process of selecting the best photos, the ones that you want to edit from the rest of your photos. Just in case anyone's mm -hmm. like culling, what is she saying? I live in Texas, so sometimes people hear my words slightly differently. Um, so selecting the best images out of all of the pictures that you've taken, because we're never going to, no client, I know all, we've all heard from clients who have said, can I have every raw file? And I'm like, no, you don't really want that. Like you, Correct. Like, you don't want to see the bad ones. Correct. Trust me. But so... I used to do that. I would go through Lightroom and go through frame by frame and knock them out. And um, it's very tedious. So the very first time I used Aftershoot, I had done an event that I photographed for someone locally. And for me, not only does the culling process take all of that time of going image by image, but I get analysis paralysis mm -hmm. and the idea of having to go through a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand photos overwhelms me to the point that I spent six hours procrastinating. working. Mm -hmm. um, that is a very technical term. That's when you're procrastinating by working on everything other than the work you're supposed to be doing. So I've, I spent six hours that day procrastinating working on everything else to avoid just sitting down and actually doing this work. I even called a friend of mine and said, I'll pay you $50 to call my photos for me because that's how much I hate doing it. And unfortunately she was busy. I say unfortunately, but really maybe it was fortunate. She was busy. And so then I started asking in a trusted Facebook group, what can I use? And just like you right away, someone said, Hey, have you checked out after shoot? When I used it, uh, I called three friends afterwards to tell them how incredible it was. I was possibly on the verge of tears <laughs> and it did in 10 minutes what I had avoided doing. And that includes the time to download it, but it did in 10 minutes what I had just spent six hours avoiding. Wow. I mean, I am mind blown because, um, <laughs> I am extremely organized and I am extremely structured. So for me, calling is, is just a task that I know I need to get done. And once I put my mind into it, I can get it done, air quotes, fast. 
But I'm right. not talking about 10, 15 minutes fast. I'm talking about like, you know, two hours, two hours and a half, you know, fast. That is still is a long time. And as you said, it is a tedious process because if I'm looking, let's say at 5,000 images, there is a point when the brain is like, kind of like shutting me down. Like you've seen enough. And sometimes I mistakes happen during those callings, right? Like sometimes I explore the images and I'm like, once I'm gonna start editing, I'm like, how this photo ended up here it's blurry it's sideways why is within like my final choice so like obviously that adds extra time to like my editing right so when i heard and when i start seeing you know people talking about after shoot and all that i was like well let me dive deeper because i am all about you know one showcasing things that work right mm -hmm. and two if it's something that is going to speed my already you know very structured process this is going to be great because it means that i'm going to have more free time to you know do whatever i want to do so right. I and, and that's a, you brought up something right there that's also a really good point this is a machine we have taught it very well but we it is 85 to 90% accurate. Correct. There will be, it is not 100% accurate. It's not always going to nail it, um, but neither is a human. Correct. I, I, and for some people, that's, they're not comfortable with that. I understand. But if I, I did have an in-house editor for a long time. And by in-house, I mean, she came to my house <laughs> and she worked. So uh, she was in my house. <laughs> I literally an in-house in editor when I say in-house editor it sounds like I had this massive I had a studio but it was not massive and I did not have a huge team working with me but I did have an in my house editor and she also was not perfect sometimes she made a different choice than I might have made so and same thing sometimes if she was going through 5,000 photos towards the end, things might, you know, she might have a few misses where she, I think she should have selected something else. So once the process is done, and by the way, we have clients, um, one of the features we do is we allow you to, when you ingest the photos, you could ingest multiple things. And then you just say, hey, when you're done pulling these photos in, start, and then they go to bed. Okay. And then when they wake up in the morning, there's an email saying your wedding from yesterday is already called. Like how oh, delightful like is that? That literally sounds like a dream. <laughs> so but how let, delightful. Let so we're talking about like, yeah, you know, obviously it's a machine and it's not perfect. However, you know, 90% accurate for me, it's really good. Right. Let's say, well, let's say that we're talking, you know. Carolina here that I am a little bit control, you know, controlish. I like to, you know, make sure that everything is fine. Let's say that I upload a wedding, then I get that fabulous email that says everything has been called. Let's say that I go through my images and I'm like, everything looks fantastic, but I myself just want to make sure that nothing was missed. Can I go back and kind of like do kind of like a go through of everything? Ab absolutely. We don't delete anything. Just like Lightroom, it's all non-destructive. Um, all we are doing, the only thing that we do to the photos um, is from looking at the, at the embedded previews. So we look at those, but we don't modify anything. And then we create the XMP file with the mm -hmm. stars and the color rating. 
So that's a sidecar file. It's still not actually part of the actual raw file of your image. Mm -hmm. Same as Lightroom does. So you can go back and um, it's so interesting. Justin, who is also part of the Aftershoot team, he goes through One Direction and he goes through and looks at the select. I actually go through and I look at the um, closed eyes mm-hmm. because sometimes I do photos where people are intentionally I was just going to ask you that, yes. Right. So if a bride is looking at her bouquet, our software might read that as closed eyes. Now, we are actually working on teaching that, like refining how we've taught it mm-hmm. um, and teaching it like, hey, this is intentional versus this is a blink. Um, so I go through and I looked at look at the closed eyes and I glance at the blurries because sometimes I might have intentionally idea, yeah. artistic blur, artistic blur, or, you know, maybe it's a couple walking back up the aisle and they're walking. I want it. Yeah, I just wanted it to look blurry. And that's okay. Or or an intentional mistake that becomes beautiful that you're like, well, I wasn't expecting this, but it is lovely. Right. Like, oh, I didn't mean to drag the shutter, but that looks good. So those. And then I also do look at the selected images. And the first time I used Aftershoot, um, there was a photo that it had selected as a pick. Mm-hmm. where it was someone that was talking and they were moving their hands as they talked and their hand was just in a slightly awkward position. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you can expand it to either the loop view or the duplicate view and swap the image that's selected. Oh, awesome. So it's still, even though yeah, it's still it, going to speed up the process of choosing. Right. So when I pull up the duplicate view, I can see everything that it considered to be a duplicate to that. And there was a frame where her hand was in a better position. Nothing else was really different, just the hand. And that's, that is something that's so subjective. That's such a human choice. So I just marked it as a select and off I went and good to go. I think that first time I maybe changed four images total. And I I also like, I would think like I put myself, you know, in the shoes of like, I'm a new user. I can guarantee you that maybe the first two, three times I'm going to go over all the images as I start to trust the process, right? Because this is completely brand new to me. As I mentioned before, what I am currently using, I myself, I have to go through every single image. So I'm sure that once I have used the platform for a couple of times, I'm going to start getting more comfortable with like the results. Right. I think for people that have had someone call their photos before, it's a faster journey to being more comfortable with it. Correct. Versus if you've always done it, it is a little bit of time to adjust to it. Um, And if you choose to, I prefer to just take the selected images into Lightroom because I don't ever want to see the the rest of them again. But some people take the full set into Lightroom because as I said, we're not destroying anything. Everything is still there. And then they look at them as they're doing their final edit. So whatever works for you, we have built everything so that it can fit into your workflow. I left out one really cool feature. So if there's a photo that is selected as closed eyes, when you look at it in loop view, it shows you a zoomed in, in the top right corner of the software, it shows you all the faces that are in the photo. And then you can click on their face and it, it, 
moves the screen to their face so you can see who had their eyes closed. Oh, this is great for family photos, for like the family formals at a wedding because right. there's always somebody with the eyes closed. Right. <laughs> and so then maybe you could note like, okay, this frame and this frame, Aunt Sally has her eyes closed in one and Uncle Joe has his eyes closed in the other one. So now I know which faces I'm going to swap when I go into Photoshop. Or if you're like me, I just take like 30 frames and me at too. least one per- <laughs> one person, like the, the blinker of the group has finally has their eyes open in at least one of them. So normally I can finally get that right frame. Um, for every set of duplicates, we always select at least one image because we figure that if you took if you took 10 frames of something, you must love it and you must want at least one of them. Mm-hmm. So sometimes those selected images, I have a lens that I dropped in Joshua Tree mm. and I tend to forget that it doesn't work. It's my 16 to 35. And I tend to forget if I go all the way to 16, everything's a little, just a little blurry. So I had a set of images. I took a really wide angle shot. Of course, I went all the way to 16. So they all are just a little blurry. And after she flagged all of that, but it still said, but of these 10 blurry frames, these two are the best of the blurry frames. I love that because then they're not like, they're not like disregarding your work, right? They're like, well... Here it is, blurry or not. Here is, you know, the one <laughs> that we t- think is. You took is, ten pictures yes. <laughs> of it, and they're all blurry. So we're going to do our best, and we're going to pick one of them. I love this, and of course, I could create like a separate file with like the pictures from like you know that I want to edit. Right? It's right. I have full control over where this image go and how do I manage them once on my end for my like workflow. Exactly. Exactly. Um, at when you're all done, you can. Um, once you've reviewed everything in your own, we actually recommend that people do that review because as you're reviewing things, you're helping to teach the machine. Mm-hmm. You're helping to teach the machine learning. It's learning from you. It's learning more about your preferences. So we do tr- tell people, try to do that, that review right there in after shoot, if you can. When you're all done and you're and you say export, you can export as I mentioned directly to Lightroom, directly to um, both versions, the classic or the Creative cl- Cloud version. You can export to Capture One. You can save to a folder. I have a really well established. I've probably been doing it for ten or eleven years now. File structure on my hard drive for data management, and so I actually have them go to my hard drive are you and i the same person (laughs) jared platt told me many years ago how to set up my files and i have never deviated from the jared platt instructions if he's teaching them if he's teaching it differently i don't even know i just stopped i was like i have a system and that's how the system works. i learned my system like a decade ago and i'm like it works for me i'm not gonna like that is a hill where i'm gonna die on i'm like i'm not gonna change this (laughs) yeah well and because I hadn't, like I had an editor that did it. My husband knows that system. So if he ever backs up cards for me, he knows. Um, And speaking of which, we've added that where you come home, you can take your cards and you can tell it, put one copy here on this drive, put a 
backup in my working folder and put another copy here in my backup folder wow. and then start the call. So it will do that dual backup for you. This we do not crazy. recommend that. You, yeah, we do not recommend that you call directly on your cards. Mm-hmm. I always tell, like don't edit straight from your cards. That's just Correct. like the road to failure. But um, like for card failure, literally Correct. card failure. Uh, so, but you can then ingest it, have it back up into two places, and then start the call. I love this. And we don't delete the cards when we're done. So if you're like me and you still want to go back through and double check that every single frame is there, you still can. I love this. So I, in my, in my research, you know, I have found out that there is other companies right in the market right now. So why is Aftershoot different than other companies? So there are some companies who offer AI, Mm -hmm. um, but you still have to look through the images frame by frame. Okay. So their AI um, shows you the faces mm-hmm. and I believe now shows like shows you groupings of sets, mm-hmm. but you still have to go through and choose. So okay. does it help you choose? Yes. It, that's still a little faster than the software that we've been using for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still have to do it. It's still time. Uh, and they're, there are some other softwares that I think are, uh, they are actually selecting the images for you. I haven't tested them out. I will say, I think one of the other things that make us different is that we have a whole team working on this. This uh, We are a actively growing company. And because of that, we're able to add features very quickly. Um, our founder, Harsha, is very, very, um, very focused on wanting to hear how we work as photographers, like what it is that we want. He has photographers in his family. That's how he came up with the idea for the Mm -hmm. software. He watched the struggle. He watched people that he cares about deal with thousands and thousands of photos and anything that is anything that's repetitive like a, like a true engineer, anything that's repetitive, he wanted to find a way to systemize I love that. it. Like, hey, there's a better way to do this. We can teach a computer to do this for us. So um, he spent three months interviewing people before he ever wrote a line of code just to understand what it was that we would want. I love that. I love that is, you know, obviously it is a, it's a platform and a software for photographers, but that you guys are actively listening to what the community, the feedback the community is giving. Yeah. So yeah. that's great because as you said, that's when like little things that perhaps the engineers didn't think about is like, oh, this is something that is needed. Like, for example, as you say, the bride looking down at the bouquet is not really a close eye, you know, image, but right. like intentionally to look that way. Right. That and... um just any any feature one of the things that just came up recently someone was like oh i have to do these i have to do two steps if if an image is selected it takes me two steps to make it unselected could could it just be a matter of i hit the x key and that pulls it out of being selected and we're like huh that's like oh well we didn't think about that but that's really great and in our Facebook group right away, several people were like, oh, yes, I wish that existed. So obviously there's a need. And it was just something that if 
there are 10,000 ways to edit photos out there. And so hearing those things, especially when it comes up over and over again, that helps guide us like, oh, that's the next thing we need to add. Love it. So good. I'm really excited about uh, getting a wedding, you know, next weekend. So I can, you know, see how the whole platform works. So talking about platform and systems and, you know, things, you know, changing with times. Mm -hmm. Today is September 2021. As of today, is this a product that I buy? Is this a subscription? How does it work? So it is a subscription. I normally recommend to people that they buy our, it's $9.99 a month if you buy full year Mm -hmm. so if you pay in full for the year it's 9.99 a month and it's the best employee your business will ever have for 9.99 a month i love that you you put it as an employee it's an employee that you it's an employee it's a hundred percent an employee i mean the first time i used a crm for my business using something like Mm -hmm. um whatever there's so many out there now but the first time i did that i was like wow now i don't need to have a human send out a contract for me So it is, in fact, an employee for your business. And where are you going to hire someone? I mean, I tried to pay someone $50 to call (laughs) 1,200 photos because I wanted it done. $9.99 a month is... Sounds like a deal, yeah. And that is, uh, like, that's not limited or restricted in any way other than the feature set because currently we have that level, which is our professional level, we are working on an ultimate plan, mm-hmm. which will have even more features and that is not developed yet. So the list, like we're working actively, actively in development right now. And so the full list of what that's going to include and all the pricing is coming. If people get in now on the professional plan, like don't hold back and be afraid. Oh, I'm, if I pay for a year, uh, then I won't be able to upgrade. We will absolutely be offering ways for people to upgrade. If they're, you know, our existing users will get a chance to upgrade. We'll take care of you. We want to make sure that you, you get exactly what you need because for some people, again, everyone has a different way of doing things. So for some people, those features might not be of interest, but for other people, it will. And sounds, I mean, sounds good. And I can't wait to, you know, to give you guys a try it and see, you know, how you make my, my, my day better because now I'm going to have more free time. So why not, you know, take that. Right. I, and I feel also that photographers, sometimes we get into this burnout, obviously, because, you know, we're, especially after the pandemic, you know, we have to like cramp a lot of work in, you know, in short amount of times, but then the whole editing system. And as you said, like calling is like one of the most tedious parts of like the, the post process of your images. And if you have a company or a software that is definitely helping you do that in a fast way, in a smart way, it's also going to help you, you know, I don't know, get your life back and, you know, deliver those images on time. So you don't have to send that, you know, email being like, oh, I'm a little bit late. Sorry, you know, see you next week or something like that. So it's going to help you all around. And I love that. And we love helping photographers. So because of that, we wanted to make sure that we helped your audience. And so we do have a code. Ooh, for I love that. We have a code. So if you use the code, the code TOG Republic 10, that will get you 10% off. Oh my God. I love this. It was a surprise. I wasn't expecting this and I'm really happy. Thank you so much for doing that. So if you're listening, TOG Republic 10 will get you 10% off. And that way you can go try it. 
there is a trial, so you can you can try it, check it out with the trial, but that will get you 10% off the price as well. Oh, guys, thank you so much. I'm really happy and grateful that you guys did that. Well, Christine, talking to you has been amazing. I am definitely um, a fan of what you guys are doing. I think that is, you know, is new technology. I feel like I've been living on the past. I was going to say, there's one other thing that I sure. just realized. So I talked about the groupings. Mm-hmm. So one of the other groupings that we do is suggested sneak previews. And what we've done, what we've done is we have analyzed Instagram and what posts do well on Instagram. What are you talking about? Now, I will admit this, this feature just came out of beta. And there are some people who say, like, I don't like anything that it's selected as sneak previews. On the other hand, I've had people reach out and tell me, hey, those four photos that I just posted on Instagram, those were sneak previews from the engagement session I did this morning. And after she picked those four pictures as sneak previews and I put them on Instagram straight out of the camera, I didn't even edit them. That took me like the no, no time. So whether you do, and I, I was thinking about this because as you may know, I really love marketing and I don't, I never did sneak previews for my mm-hmm. clients. I never did sneak peeks. I was just I think like, that's something that is newer. I mean, right. No, it, well, it was really popular and then it kind of lost some popularity and now it's very popular again. So it just kind of goes in waves, but I, I never did sneak peeks. I don't like them. I feel like um, anytime I ever did sneak peeks, then clients started calling me like, mm. well, I saw five of them. Where's yeah. the rest? <laughs> Correct. And I'm like, well, you'll see the rest in two weeks. And they're like, well, how did you get those for yeah. anyways? It just, for me, it caused too many questions. I didn't want to deal with it. However, so a, if you do sneak peeks, fantastic. We'll help you. Will they always be accurate? No, they might not be, but Again, as we mentioned earlier, is is a step that you can either take it and see how it goes, or you can reframe it and go back and be like, mm, I didn't like this choosing, whatever. Right. So I know that a lot of your guests on the show talk about marketing, and I love marketing. That's why I love your show. Um, so marketing tip, even if you don't use sneak previews, use those pictures when you're calendaring your upcoming social media. Absolutely. So if you know, okay, um, I'm a wedding photographer. I'm going to photograph a wedding this weekend. I'll have the photos delivered in two weeks. So in two weeks and three days, I want to post this photo on Instagram. Now you can just pull that sneak preview and get it on your schedule and have it ready to go without having to spend time going through the final collection and choosing them. You can, what is scheduled is done. So if you schedule your social media, it gets posted. Absolutely. And I actually did a set of Instagram stories recently about how I write down, like, let's say, for example, today, I need to post on both my Carolina Gossip Photography and my Talk Republic. I have scheduled this and I have thought about this, but like for next week, I have it written down on my calendar again. I don't know what I'm going to post next week, but I know it's there. So I know at some point I have to go and look for those images and get, you know, make Sure, everything is ready, but super important right. what you said. If it doesn't get like written down, it doesn't get done. 
So right. make sure that you start planning stuff. So I love that marketing tip. So good. Well, Christine, we're almost wrapping this up. But before we go, what are you currently loving? And it doesn't have to be uh, work-related. Um, I started off 2020 owning one house plant <laughs> that lived in my shower. And it was very sad. It was like an Ikea plant that I had picked up while we were renovating our bathroom and just kind of stuck it in the shower and it got water when water was splashed on it in the shower. I, it was very sad. Um, I am currently loving houseplants. I will admit there are about 60 houseplants in the bedroom, in the bedroom alone. Then there's another 50 or that I I've somehow ended up with over a hundred houseplants. Wow, that's a new hobby. I, I know that a lot of people took on that during the during the pandemic. Yeah. I, I, I I took it on with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if it makes you happy and makes your house smell and feel delicious, then good for you. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I bring all that green in, bring all that life in was was very cathartic. So Oh, good for you. I have not related to this business or anything like that, but my cousin in Canada, she is like a plant lady, like a professional plant lady. Like she sells plants and her house is, I'm like, you live in a jungle. Like how could you even function? But listen, if she's happy and it's also her business, good for her. <laughs> Shout out to my cousin and in Canada. Anyways, Christine, this is fantastic. So where could people find you? Where could people, you know, find more information about this fantastic software that we've been talking about for a couple, almost an hour here? We are at aftershoot.com and you can find us on Instagram at aftershootco. So um, we're at both of those places. And when you visit aftershoot.com and you sign up for your trial, don't forget to set everything up and enter TOG Republic 10 so you can take 10% off of your plan. Love but you can it. learn more about the software there. Um, there's some demos on the site and more to come there. Um, and we also have a Facebook group for Aftershoot users. So you can find us on Facebook as well. I love that. I'm not sure to, make, uh, to link all these you know, uh, places on the notes of this episode. Christine, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for the knowledge, for bringing Aftershoot to like the front line of photographers so we can, you know, take back our time and, you know, enjoy what we love doing. It was fantastic talking to you and I can't wait to have you again on the podcast to talk about marketing because I know that's like your second love. So I can't wait to, you know, have <laughs> that, that conversation. second love. <laughs> awesome, Chrissy. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so you. much for your time and I'll catch you very soon with another amazing guest. Until then, bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week. Thank you.